Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 34, the one where you asked, we answered. How are you? Good. We are having technical difficulties today. <laughs> oh my gosh. We've decided that we think it's Zoom itself. It's not our connections. We must so, still be on when all the kids are on. <laughs> yeah. We hope it's working. Yes. No delays, no slow talking, none of it. Right. Should we do a review before we forget again? For the third time? Yes. I think that's <laughs> a great option. The review is from Poshard Trask. Real, you have to love a podcast with other females talking about weather, profit margins, and family life. I can listen to them all day. It is good to know that one person likes to hear at least about the weather and the profit margins like we do. <laughs> For sure. We've had a ton of people that just found us, which is cool. Yeah, I don't I always wonder how that how they come across it. Like how do you just stumble across our podcast? I just asked a girl yesterday and she said that her friend shared it and then she saw it. Cool. So that matters. So share, share, review, all the things. Please share. And we're super yeah. close to a hundred thousand listens. Oh, I was wondering if we hit it. Nope, not yet, but we're close. Maybe after this episode. Yep. And we'll do a giveaway. Okay. I'm down with it. So for the last two times, cause I know what happened in your life over the last <laughs> two weeks, because we talked about it twice. Um, for the listeners who will just be hearing this on the first go round, what's been going on with you the last two weeks? <laughs> well, it's just been super repetitive, same stuff. They're still in corn silage harvest. We will be entering combining harvest, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it shelling corn, picking corn. That's us. Whatever. We're shelling. We, we say shelling. We say picking. So we'll be picking corn instead of chopping it. Probably, I don't even know what today is anymore. By the next week, by next week we will be because today's Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're almost to the end of the week. Friday is very near. Not that it really super matters in farm wife life, but right. Uh, we're the same way. Not a whole lot has changed. We did start combining corn or shelling corn, like we like to call it over here in the eastern part of the Midwest. Um, but we are actually cutting beans now, and that's probably my favorite. Like to see a soybean field cut freshly, looks like you just went out and mowed it. It's beautiful, and you can run it. Like you, the kids can run, and you don't have to worry about them falling on corn stalks. And um, it's yeah. So I love beans. Bean time is fun. They make you toot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not soybeans, but you get you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Yep. And we're both in single mom status, seasonal. Oh, real deal. And we'll get into that because people have questions about that. Um, we literally didn't have enough brain power to formulate an outline today. So we asked listeners to ask us questions. And the really cool thing is that all of these questions are not like our Q and A we did last year. Like these are more like in-depth, 
hit your heart, want to know really deep things about you and not just about us, but maybe how we deal with life right. for them, advice type topics. And I like that a lot. And don't worry, Jordan, we're not going to let anyone know how we have a facial routine so that you don't want to not listen. <laughs> Wasn't it him that said last time, like, why would you talk yes. about that? <laughs> yeah. He said, why, why, who, who wants to know about that? I'm like, Jordan, these are questions that people actually <laughs> asked us. Like we didn't make it up. Oh. Okay. So let's just do it because I think some of these might get a, some of them will be super simple to answer and some will be fairly complex and like literally hit yourself in the heart. Like I'm excited for this. Yeah. Want me to start or you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Kylie, how do you deal with the kids missing dad during harvest and busy times? Well, Whitney, <laughs> I deal with the hard missing dad part. Right now, we're not that deep into it yet. We have been really fortunate to harvest about five miles from our house. So every single night this week, it's come home, it's get food, it's go back out and see dad. And we're in the unique area in our farm that Jordan doesn't run a combine. We actually have uh, one of our really trust employees running our combine. And so Jordan has so much other stuff to do other than just shell corn or cut beans that it's easier for him to be like running trucks and have a little downtime here and there to run and check on the hogs or do this or that. And so we've been at the scale house a lot and we've actually got to see him. Now, when the time comes that we're 30, 40 minutes away, how am I going to deal with it? I don't know that I have a great answer other than we go to the field whenever we have the opportunity to take food. And even that like 10, 15, 20, an hour, minute, you know, whatever that looks like, it helps the kids to understand. We also really positively talk about farming and about why we're doing it, even though it's hard on me, just like it's hard on the kids. Right. And I feel like each person probably handles it differently depending on how far away dad is, I would say, because mm -hmm. the last, the last three weeks, Bart and their crew has been 45 miles north of here, like not an easy trip with school nights. And so we truly, oh, yeah. before like last night, he hadn't seen the kids in like eight days because he's been up before us and home when we're asleep. So it is hard. And like you said, we just talk positively about it. Like we, I try not, I try really hard not to complain in front of my kids about anything like that. Like if I'm on the phone with my sister-in-law or something, I don't want them to hear me talk bad about it because he's working. Like he's not out at a party. It's just hard to deal with like missing them right. and doing it all by yourself. And I think too, you're dealing with the kids emotions as the mom and you're also missing your husband and you're missing that extra set of hands to do anything for you to, with you rather. It's like a very hard balance of emotions and there's not really a right answer. I guess the advice would be to go when you can, when you can't FaceTime, keep in contact as best you can and hope for a day of rain or just a day off, but it, it doesn't last forever. No, it's a season. And also when you ask us, how do you deal? Like some days I don't. Some days I have really right. bad days and I barely survive what I'm doing at the moment. So <laughs> to say that I deal every day with it gracefully is very inaccurate. 
So we just deal because this well, is this is our lifestyle. We chose this with our husbands. Right. Like we just have to. It doesn't make it any easier just because we're doing it. Right. Or seem to be doing it with grace. It's also social media. So let's go to the next question. How do you help your husband or your farmer balance farm priorities and family time? Kind of the same answer, I guess. Like I think so too. Because I gosh, I don't I really don't know how to explain this. Because I grew up in a family where I saw my dad every single night. We had supper together every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it was hard for me to adjust as a farm wife, but then with our kids, it's just our lifestyle. So that's all they've known. So we do, we get a lot of time together in the downtime and they just know like when daddy's busy, he's busy. But like when they got to see him, whatever, two days ago, they just had like the best time together. And I think it makes it that much better. Like they just miss each other enough that you realize the time you have together is cherished. And I don't know if the question is actually referring to like the husband's farm responsibilities and their family time. There is no balancing that when it is go time, it is go time. The farm, which there's another question asking about farm. What does the farm come first when it's harvest time, unless it's a family emergency, the farm does come first. Absolutely. And, and Um, I I think if you're new to farming, that's hard to, to uh-huh. get right away because I was the same way, but I also had a baby during the heaviest spray time. Also had a baby during the heavy planting time. And just like Kylie said, when it's a go time, it's go time. Like, so I had Layton and that evening Bart went home and finished planting and my mom came up and stayed with me for a while. But that's just like, this is our livelihood. It's the way we make money. So we have to make it work. Right. You have to do the best with what you got. Yeah, when we had we had both our first two kids, definitely we had the first two kids in August, and so the first kid was really hard. Have a kid, two three weeks later, see ya for yeah, exactly. four weeks, eight weeks, see ya never. That was hard. The second right. kid was way easier. So if you're on your second kid, have no fear. It gets easier. It does get easier. Okay. How did you meet Bart? I just took your question, but okay. how'd you meet Bart? So we were really young. We met at a house party. Nothing magical about that. <laughs> I mean, I was a... I, I can was imagine a, bar. <laughs> so... <with> beer. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school. He had just graduated. Like, nothing romantic about it. <laughs> you? Oh, wait. He, would, he wouldn't have had a beer. Oh. Not if he was oh. just graduated from high school. Oh, no heavens no. Okay. Heavens no. He um, wasn't 21. <laughs> except for not a house party we were at an ffa contest i was also young i was 15 jordan was 17 we met judging chickens for the very simple answer to that question also not romantic (laughs) not at all and there was no alcohol for sure involved in that party oh that's funny okay i'll ask the next one since you stole mine Oh, this is kind of the same thing, though. How do you combat the heaviness or overwhelm of solo parenting? I feel like this is a question because we're in that time right now, right? Like people are going through it and you can 100% get in your own mind and feel super sorry for yourself. Been there, done that. Hmm. Not saying I won't do it again this season. (laughs) Right. Oh, Whitney on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's like, it's nothing you can control. I don't even know how to explain it. Like some weeks I just kill it and I'm fine. 
Like I get to, I, I'm the type of person that I'm fine all day because I'm busy, but it's like after I get supper made and then like the hustle and bustle of bedtime and then it's like, I'm by myself. Now what? <laughs> I, I, then I start so, to loathe. And I'm not like that at all. Like alone time to me is, yeah, I'm here for it. Whether it's with Jordan or without Jordan, I miss Jordan. Like in the evenings, like when we're eating supper like when the kids are awake during bedtime, that's a lot. Bedtime is a lot. Yeah. So no, we don't really know. There's no real good answer. We've already answered it, I guess. And again, we're not rocking it. Like we just barely stay afloat some days. And it isn't easy. Jen, moving on. Sorry. It's not easy. That's not, we're going to go over that. I'm sure there's another hidden question down here about feel. Oh, how do you control your feelings? Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Is this like food or what? I, it, that was, ex- I typed word for word. What was on the question box? Um, I really like cheesecake, but I don't ever have it. I do not like cheesecake. Oh, I love cherry cheesecake, but I don't love the cherries. I just like the cherry goop. Yeah. I like your cherries. I don't like the cherries, but I don't like cheese. It's, I mean, I don't dislike cheesecake. That's definitely not my guilty pleasure. Also, but like uh, we're on, when we're on vacation, Bloody Marys, but I can't make them. Just they're not the same or you don't like them. I just don't. I can't make them. They taste gross when I make them. I feel that way about salad. I really like to eat salad out at a restaurant, but when I make my own salad, I loathe eating it. I hate it. Every bite I take, I'm like, this is private food. <laughs> Where's Olive Garden? <laughs> so what's uh, I don't really know what my guilty pleasure is. Um, bah, I don't have really <laughs> any idea. I like to get up early. I like to drink caffeine. Um, but those are not guilty, I guess. You like white claws? I like, I do like white claws, but believe me, really? this week I could have easily had a drink, but I didn't have no fear. Everybody 25 weeks pregnant going strong with <laughs> no alcohol. Um, I like to, to buy tennis shoes. I buy two pairs a year, but that's not really guilty either, but I can't really come up with anything else. Me neither. That was kind of a hard one. Yeah. I like to online shop. If I, then I make my own self feel guilty because I spent money. Right. Anyways. Okay. What is your morning routine, evening routine? we will differ in this one because you have three kids and I have two. Um, I get up, my alarm goes off at five 15 and I'm usually out of bed by five 30. And before I got pregnant, I would come back here and work out like no doubt before, between the hour of five 30 and seven, my kids get up at seven and we do whatever we want until eight. Usually then I go to work, we have a sitter come or if it's a day where I'm at home, we just lounge until it's playtime to go outside and whatnot. Uh, but my mooni- my mornings are pretty regimented. Now that I'm pregnant, I don't work out as hard or like mentally I've had a hard time getting into it. So I might work out. I might not in the morning. I'll work out sometime throughout the day, but I do some of my social media stuff, check emails, look at some work stuff in the morning and just like sit by myself in the quiet. You also... You also don't have to be pregnant to not be motivated because that's me right now. (laughs) 
it's just a phase though. I feel like pregnancy has changed something. Like I get up to do it and then I'm like doubting myself if I should be working out this hard, blah, blah, blah. And then I just yeah. do it. I'll get like 10 minutes in and deuces. And it's really not that hard of a workout. So then you're like, this is, I'm not yeah. even doing anything. <laughs> now I'm like, and now then I'm thinking, yeah, all these other guilty feelings <laughs> making, being mean to myself. Yeah. Uh, morning is not my favorite by far. When we went to Kylie and Jordan's, like her and Bart were up having coffee at the butt crack of dawn. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and so, you and Jordan were sleeping still until we made you guys get up. Yeah. So my alarm goes every day off at 6.15. And then I get the kids up at 6.30. Like I literally just roll out of bed before they get up. And then it is just nonstop. Get kids ready. Scream tell them more than once to do this, to brush your teeth until they get on the bus at 7.10. Then after that, I just kind of chill. That's when I get my coffee. Yeah, I would too. Same thing, check emails. Then Rowdy gets up. Then we kind of start our day after that. Evening. It's just a different phase for you though because you kids, your kids are in school and mine still aren't. Like They eat muffins and drink milk and watch cartoons for an hour while I do other things around the house or do nothing for that matter. Right. In evening, I literally have no routine because some days Bart needs me, some days he doesn't. Sometimes I have supper made by seven, sometimes it's nine. My kids don't take a bath every night. That's just part of yeah. my life. So no routine here in the evening. Uh, our evening routine is hit or miss too. Like I always try to get the kids into bed before nine, nine-ish, eight between eight and nine. Other than that, we might play outside and eat supper super late. We might go eat at 5.30 and then do other things. I, there's no rhyme or reason. Right. I will say my kids are in bed by nine as well, just because of school. Okay. Next up. What are some of your favorite things to do in the off season when your husband is home more? Uh... I have no idea. There's, we just hang out. We don't do a whole lot of anything. Usually we have enough like house chore stuff to do that that takes up the days we do have for free. If it's like off season, we try to do some fun stuff, but there's really no, like we don't have anything we like to as a family go do. Right. Per se. Hang out with friends, see our family mostly, just be together. Same here. We really like to range or cruise when it's nice out. Just go get on your ranger and drive around. But other than that, like we aren't vacationers. We, on the off chance there's not something happening, we'll go vacation like in December or February by ourselves. We usually don't take Yeah, which is that. what we did. Yeah. Not this year. Womp womp. Mm, way to go. Now we, we couldn't have went to Nashville anyway. It sounds like it shut down. It wasn't going to be my fault. Right. It wasn't because I'm, I mean, it's that's COVID. Womp right. womp. Right, right, right. Um, Okay. Tips and tricks on having little ones in the grain cart with you. This is 100% your question and go. Okay. It really depends on their age because things get easier when they're bigger, obviously. I 100% always have a high chair. Yes, a high chair, not a car seat. Too much bulkiness with a car seat. Pillow. Uh, snacks. I'm drawing a blank. What else do I have? Expo markers, busy things, like have busy things, have comfortable things and have food. Those are my tips. And it is not always easy. Some days it's hard as crap. Some days it's smooth. 
doesn't matter. We still have to do it either way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've had the kids in the grain cart like all of three times ever, but all those things are important no matter what you're doing with kids anywhere you go. Right. Uh, okay. That, that's all we have on that one. Cause I don't work in the tractor. So how do you, how do you time? Oh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. How do you carve time for book work? Oh, we're uh, also very different in this one. Right. It's our job. It's my job. I mean, that's what I do, uh, for the farm. So we have a sitter that comes three days a week and I go to the office and do book work. Uh, occasionally, like really every day I come back here for about an hour and by back here in my laundry room with a computer, answer emails that I've missed throughout the day when I'm not at work and follow up on anything that I need to. But all of our book work is across the fields over at the office. And so it's harder for me to just like work on it at home. Um, but otherwise, if I have stuff to do, I just take the kids with me to the office and they have to deal with me either being cranky because they're not letting me get it done or just go play and I can get it done as fast as possible. Not easy, not an easy job. And it's not easy to fit time in. Right. And so I just have a home office inside our house. So I 100% of the time have a kid bugging me. I have to stop go get them, whatever. Usually Rowdy's throwing toys up on my desk, but I just make it work. So usually every morning before he wakes up, I try to do some stuff, but then mornings are when I carve out my time because truly after lunch, like afternoon, evening is when Bart usually needs help and I never know my life. That's like when Kylie wants to record later, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's fine. And you know, I would record at like 6am. So that would just be five year time and crazy. That would be crazy early. Right. So yeah, okay. I, I, I'd say just carve it where you can because truly Kylie, I mean like Kylie goes and has a sitter sometimes also has to take her kids. I always have my kids bugging me. You just have to do it mm -hmm. while they bug. Don't get behind. Oh God, no, please don't. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> it is the worst. Oh, here's that question. Do you ever feel like your spouse chooses the farm over you? Okay. This is, this is a, it's like easy, taboo. yeah, it's like it's easy for me you. to answer, but, but I know what this person is asking. Yes, I do feel that way sometimes, but I know that he's not. If that I, makes I, sense. Like I, I do feel that way because I get lonely and have a pity party for myself. But I also know that I'm, and I'm famous for saying he's choosing the farm for you, not over you. Like this is our life. And it's hard because it's busy 10 months out of the year. So mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot to keep a farm or ranch or anything going. And profitable. So yeah, while it does feel that way sometimes and and I'm the first to admit that I like I'll tell Bart like, "Well, you didn't answer me earlier, so I don't know." And he's like, "Wait, I'm busy." And I know that, but I still get in my head sometimes and feel that way. So I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yes, Jordan does often choose the farm over me, but it's not really a choice. I don't think it's it's not like he looks at his day and says, I'm going to stay home or I'm going to go to the farm today. 
it's never, that's never an option. Right. I'm going to go to the farm. And then if I were to say, Jordan, I'm having the worst day ever, would you please come home? And if it was really that big of a deal, he would come home. I know he would, but, but for me, it's not ever that big of a deal unless we have a family emergency. So it's not, they're not on the same, they're not even in the same like atmosphere of competition to me. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to answer, but you do have those feelings sometimes when you, and it's all a taboo in your head. Like you've given yourself these thoughts and made them into something that they probably aren't even because I bet if you asked your farmer husband, he would not want you to feel that way. Well, too, and it, it, how are you looking at it? Are they staying after at the farm and like drinking a couple beers and like not coming home when they could be home for supper? There, there's obviously special situations where you can say like, man, he is choosing, um, in this season and this like season of life, harvest, planting those busy times, probably would rather be home, but can't cause there's stuff to be done. Right. And I will say from a standpoint of a girl that's been in the field, like working 15 hour days with them. Sometimes it's nice to just stand after you've been sitting all day and just have a chat with other people and have a beer. So please don't get mad at your husband if he's having a few beers and just trying to, Bart and I call it decompress. Like it's not against you, but it's just like after a long day, you kind of just want to like slow down for a minute and maybe have a second to yourself before you head home. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like in a busy time. I don't mean like I'm saying this like a recurring thing or something like that. That where like right. there would be choices that could be made, and you've expressed yourself about you wanting time together and whatnot. Like that's right, right, way down the road to be upset about it. Right, right. And and you have to look at it as like, are they out working or are they out partying? Because that's a pretty good thing to decipher. <laughs> like I know oh, he's yeah. I know he's out working his butt off to pay our bills, so I can't be mad still lonely. I get it. Yeah. Um, how do you have time to work out? Oh, this one's for me. It was from a hog farmer in Iowa who doesn't have time to work out. I am a hog farmer that doesn't chore hogs. (laughs) I own hogs. We have employees who takes care of the hogs. I work out because I make myself have time amongst my other responsibilities besides hog farming. I think probably this may come off the wrong way too, but we all have the time to work out. We just choose not to because that's me. Right. Like we choose sleep or we choose these other things over working out 100%. I feel like that with anything you do, like if there's something you want to do, the chances are you can fit that into your schedule if you really tried hard enough. Right. I agree. We all have the time. We just choose to use it differently. Chore work in hogs, it's like fairly labor intensive. So wear a Fitbit. See how many steps you're getting. (laughs) Tips to survive pregnancy while keeping up with farm life duties. Caffeine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Drink your allotted 200 milligrams a day. Eat plenty. Don't get hangry. Uh, Take the nap. Pregnancy. Yeah. Take a nap if you can, when you have time. Um, but realistically my pregnancy is like crazy smooth, no morning sickness, just a little bit of nausea. 
uh, other than like just sciatic pain nerve, I walk, I waddle right now at 25 weeks. I'm not huge. And I waddle because my sciatic nerve is so painful. Um, and I just tell my kids like mom's butt hurts. That's what they, (laughs) (laughs) so Rhett asked me, I hadn't said it for a while. And he goes, mom, you went to the doctor. Is your butt feeling better? And I was like, what? Mm, Um, and I, I I was like, Oh, my sciatic nerve. Yes. Rhett, my nerve is feeling better. So I'm going to start rephrasing that. (laughs) I just tell them how it is. Like mom's pregnant. She can't lift you up. She has to, we have to get ready. We have to go do these things. I'm a very matter of fact person. The kids know that I usually only have to ask two times before the kids are doing whatever I ask. It's not really a good thing because usually on the third ask it's you're getting a spanking or like privileges are being taken away. Mm, I just don't have time for it. I'm like a younger at the three mark. It's like, okay, did you hear me? I don't like, I don't like to have to repeat myself. No, me. Probably my biggest pet peeve in life. I don't like to be ignored. Mm, Yeah, I don't like that either. From my kids. Like my Bodhi in particular is very like, when he is like watching a show or like on the um, tablet, he's like so honed in on what he's doing that he does not listen. And it's the same way if he's like playing Legos. And so one, it's been a couple days and he's like, why do you always yell my name? I say, Bodhi, the first two times I say it very nicely. Did you hear those two times? No. I'm like, well, the third time is when mommy gets mad. So if you just listen the first two, you would not think I was yelling at you all the time. Right. And it's sad that he thought that. And like, you know, you weren't. Right. And I had to explain it like, Bode, the first two times I asked you very nicely. And he's like, oh, okay. I'll start listening. You just got a reason with kids. Uh, what's next? How did you learn how to brand yourself on social media? We don't know. We don't have an answer. I don't feel like I have a brand either. Um, I mean, like, I would say my brand is like, like what I kind of tagline is farming and motherhood. Oh. Um, but that's not, be- that's just because I made that up. I don't know if that's right or wrong. There's no real right or wrong answer to this. Uh, tools. The only thing I use on social media is pl- it's called Planoli. It's for business Instagrams. I would say that's probably one thing I went to a business Instagram. Um, but other than that, use your hashtags. I, use, yeah. Now I can't use the Planoli because it doesn't transfer to like an influencer account or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I have no tips. Like I'm just winging it. I sometimes I Google stuff if I have a question for Instagram. Uh, you just grow by meeting people and connecting with people, I guess. Yeah. And I would say be as authentic. That's such a lame advice, but be authentic and learn from other people. Like don't, um, don't hesitate to like reach out to other people and say like, how did you do this? Or, Oh wow, this is really cool. How, like, and tell me more about this. Cause I think yeah. everybody's willing to offer help. Yeah. And the worst I can say is no. Um, favorite must cleaning products. Oh, must cleaning. Must these next have. two are for you. <laughs> okay. So my must haves are Melaleuca. I know that Kylie uses it too. I love Melaleuca. Um, my must haves are the I Tough do, and Tinder. And like it as well. Tough and Tinder and Solugard. So basically Solugard replaces Lysol is what I do. Yep, agreed. And then my favorite thing of theirs is their, uh, 
It is, a, it is a COVID approved disinfectant. Right. Uh, they're, God, what, what is their like booster to make their laundry smell better? Is it called laundry booster maybe? I don't know. I'll take a picture of it sometime and post it, but you just put a little bit in, it makes your clothes smell better because we use um, unscented laundry detergent. We have bad skin allergies in our family. Like so Melaboost or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Melaboost, that's what it is. Uh, other favorites. We did We did just both strip our oh, yeah. jeans, our husband's jeans. That was interesting. Best thing ever. And I did our towels too. I did our towels, wasn't super impressed with that, but did do our sheets and that was gross. Mm, that's surprising. So when I was like getting into really deep cleaning stuff, um, they say like pillows and like you said, your bedding holds so much body oil, sweat, like your skin particles coming off. I bet that was gross. I wonder if you can strip your pillows. I mean, maybe I stripped my pillowcases and it was, it, uh, the water was horrible. Oh, I'm so intrigued to do that now. But yes, you need to strip I, your husband's jeans. Bart had grease stains on there that I swear to you. Well, first of all, the new HE washing machines suck. They don't ever get Bart's clean, which I know you have. Do you have a Speed Queen? Yes. And I highly think I need one of those because yeah, my digital one sucks. So stripping got all of the grease and diesel stains and everything out of his jeans. They look brand new. That's awesome. Also, just plugging Speed Queen, it's the same washer. We use like the basic models in the sow units, but that's what we use to wash um, jumpers, all the towels, everything in the sow units too. Like it's just a really good USA made product. All the poop stuff. Washer. All the poopy stuff. Um, cleaning, you guys know Mel Luke is fine with me. I have no other recommendations, tips, or tricks. I, I use like I use a crap ton of vinegar too. I have a steam mop and a vacuum cleaner that get ran at every so often. I will put a plug uh, in. Shark's new vacuum is killer. Did you get it. the one with it like also like, wet mops? Mm-mm. It's like the brushless one. It's so that hair doesn't get caught in it, like you know, some vacuums do. Like mine. Yeah. Um, best field meal. Do you just get to pick one? Because I feel like we could come up with a thousand. So we each get to pick one field meal. Hmm. Is this like a one you're just taking for them to eat or for a whole crew? I don't know. Well, I'm trying to decide what to pick. You pick yours first. Okay. Um, my favorite field meal is a bologna sandwich, but Jordan would disagree with me. Just this week we had chicken and noodles and it's kind of a, it's got like everything in it besides a vegetable. It's got I your love carbs, bologna. meat. I do. I love bologna too. Yes. Um, mine's probably a chicken bacon ranch wrap. That sounds delicious. I'm not even hungry. Easy to eat on the go or sitting outside of the equipment. I like to eat deli sandwiches in the field. Jordan's like, oh, another cold meat sandwich. <laughs> okay, well, I like it. Like, I love so deli I. sandwiches. It's been like a pregnancy craving, too. Like, what do you want to eat? We we cooked T-bones this weekend on Sunday, and I could tell I, I seasoned it. I got the grill ready, and while it was cooking, I knew that I wasn't going to eat it, and so I had a bologna sandwich over a T-bone. Yeah, I love bologna, so I'm, I'm right there with you. 
Okay, we're down to the last three questions. Let's quickly go through them. Let's go ahead and do the insurance one. Uh, we have, what do you do for insurance? Someone wants to know because they were debating on whether come, to come back to the farm and, and whatnot. I'm assuming that means health insurance. We've talked about it before. Uh, we have employer provided Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, actually we have United Healthcare this year. We switched. So Jordan and I are actually the employer, Hepperson Family Farms. And we have employees that um, we offer the plan to. And then we put ourselves on there as well. It's expensive. I, it's not like the greatest option, but. Right. Decent. So we use MediShare and it's a Christian based sharing system. Um, our Blue Cross was going to be astronomical for our family of four at the time. So we switched to this and I, it's been really good for our family. We've had it for four years. I had a kid on it. We just had that big accident, which there was some issues with the third-party liability, but everything is, we haven't had troubles, and I really That's like good. it. We've heard good things about MediShare or MedShare type programs too, so I would look into that for sure. Yeah, and there's several of them. You know, somebody asked, do they have them, and I think somebody said, do they have them in Missouri, and I'm like, I'm sure they do. If you just Googled like Christian-based sharing, I'm sure they do. I think so too. Okay. How do you keep up with the drop everything and go mess that constantly accumulates when you have to go for? Well, I think it just depends on your personality. I do not have to have a spotless house before I go to bed. I just don't. It's not, do I like to? Yes. If my living room is picked up, I know the next day I'll wake up in a better, like more calm, organized mode. But do I have to do that at 10 o'clock at night before I go to sleep? Me personally, no. Um, so we just kind of live through it until it gets to the point where I just have time. Like today, the guys are doing something that they don't need any help with. I have the kids, Reese is napping. And so this morning I just literally made myself a huge to-do list and I'm like betting myself, like you can't do this until you do this. And so I'm just checking stuff off. And this house clean session, it won't be like unlivable for another week or two. Right. And I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. I have terrible OCDs. I have to have a clean house. Um, and I would say the way that I deal is I make my kids help. Like they live here too. So I give them for little, sure. I give them little jobs that make my life easier. Like little things that would take time out of my day to like, for instance, sweep the floors. Also, everybody should have a robot vacuum. If you have carpet, that little guy does a good job. Oh, I don't have one. But I, I will say, agree with Kylie that there are two very different type of personalities in your home and me and her are that. <laughs> and it's okay to be either one of those people. Well, right. And we still get along fine. We're different and it's totally fine. I, I just don't think there's a cookie cutter answer. Just do what works can, for you. Yeah. I can live with it for a while until I can't. And then I put, then that loads me up that day as to where you're like an everydayer. And there's probably not a day where you have to be like, I have to clean my whole house to get sanity no. back in. No, there isn't. And that's okay. Okay. There's a few more questions here and a couple of them are good. So we're just going to run through them really quick. Uh, how would your lives be different if COVID never happened? That's a really hard question. That is hard because our life didn't change a whole lot. I will I say that I would have 
like to have spent more time with my family, my family, like Bart's family is very near here. And so we see them all the time, but not mine. My grandparents both have underlying conditions. And so we just, I mean, for their health and safety, I didn't go see them for a really long time and I wish I would have been able to. Well, and you really probably should have considering that like you, your parents, right. They had way more scares than you guys ever did in Moscow. Right. So yeah, Um, I think that's the only thing I would have changed. I, I would have maybe changed my anxiety because I got very anxious about it. Like if you listen to previous episodes, we struggled really bad with watching the news, watching social media, worrying about our kids. And I wish that I wouldn't have had to have went through all those mental battles, I guess. Yeah. So I got pregnant during the pandemic. So you guys, I mean, it's, that's a parent. It's (laughs) whatever. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's not, we were trying to have a kid. And so we decided we weren't going to let COVID, uh, stop that. And I would agree. I would, uh, try to curb my anxiety at the beginning. Not that I still don't have moments where I'm like, man, I just really hope I wasn't exposed or did this or not. But as far as farming goes, nothing changed. We still planted. We still did everything we had to do in that regard, which I'm thankful for because had someone told us we couldn't have, then I'm just really not sure what would have happened. I do think your food prices would have went up. That's for sure. Right. And I do think it put maybe like a little bit of a strain on some of our friendships because I was, I was the person that was like, no, we're going to socially distance out here. And we only hung out with like Bart's sister, my sister-in-law and his brother. And so I think it put a strain on friendships, but it is what it is. We had to choose what we chose for our family because it was our, our scary issue. So. Right. Okay. If you could live anywhere else in the United States, where would it be? Somewhere where it rains. <laughs> I would say Texas, not because of the rain, but I just, that would be my choice. I just think I like Texas. Like this is pathetic, but I truly have not traveled much in my life. So I don't know. It's okay. Nothing to be pathetic, but I can tell you that places that it does rain probably are better than where we're at, where it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how long have you been advocating or sharing your stories on IG? Probably a year and a half for me. The same for both of us. I think we kind of did it at the same time. And I think that's it. That's, oh, any last one, any advice for a married woman in the pre-kid stage of life, things that you did before you had kids or that you wish you did before you had kids? I wish we would have traveled more, but again, Bart, Bart worked for a farmer, so same hours. (laughs) Yeah. I would have done, I would have not taken for granted all the freedom. Yeah. I would have tried to like appreciate it more instead of being like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? That is how you are when you don't have kids. It is. It's just, you keep moving and with kids, you have to keep moving. And so I want to like sit and cherish those moments of alone time or even time with our whole family, things like that. But when I was in the pre-kid stage, like Jordan would say, what did we do with our time when we weren't cleaning up after the kids? (laughs) Seriously. I have no idea. What did we do? Watch a movie? I don't know. I don't remember. That's all I got. I will say I was glad that we were married a couple years before we had kids because we just had that time for just ourselves. Yeah, we were one year. Like we had a kid almost at our one year anniversary. So 
But again, you had been together for umpteen years. (laughs) No, we were married two years. We got, we got, we were expecting after, right after our one year anniversary. And I was just thinking like, that's not right. That math's not right. We got married in 13, had Rhett in 15. So we were not pregnant for a year, basically. Right. Just enjoy your, I don't want to say freedom's not the right word. I said freedom. It's not like kids are like a, like a death sentence or anything like that by any means, but it does take so much more attention and it's absolutely worth it. Oh, of course. But it is all consuming. Don't speed through it though. Enjoy every little moment. Right. That's five. Hmm. Okay. Rowdy's crying. So that's my cue. Do you All have right, a quote? sounds good. I have no quote. I am unprepared. Oh my gosh. I have one from today. Let me think of it. I have it on my board in my kitchen. Um, nothing worth having ever comes easy. I love it. That's perfect. Simple, Simple sweet, to the point. Sorry that this was super out of whack, but it's what you get. I liked it. I did too. Thanks for submitting questions. That was fun. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.